Hey guys. Oh, there you go. Hey guys, this is Doug. Not quite. There you go. Hey guys, this is Doug with fellowshipofthemartyrs.com. <clears throat> Going to do um, a series on demonology, particular demons, what they're like, where they hide, what they act like, and whatever. Um, now, this video is more of an introduction into the whole topic, um, and I want to talk to you some about the realities of spiritual warfare. There's plenty of verses in the Bible that, that, that say our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers of darkness in high places. Jesus made no bones about preparing his disciples to go out and deliver demons off of people. He himself delivered demons off of people regularly. The book of Acts has a whole bunch of stories of people being delivered. In fact, the first missionary that Jesus ever sent out was also the most demonized guy in the Bible. In Mark chapter, Mark chapter 5. A guy that was cutting himself, that was screaming and howling at all, all the hours, throwing himself uh, on the ground. Uh, chains could not hold him. Ropes could not bind him. The, village, the villagers were all scared of him. He lived in the catacombs and among the tombs. And this guy comes out to Jesus, uh, sees Jesus, and the demons in him have such control, such possession of this guy, that he, he's practically not in there anymore. Nobody can reason with him. He, he's just running around naked, cutting himself, all kinds of stuff. And uh, out of some concern for him, the people want to restrain him, but they can't do it. Um, anyway, so he runs toward Jesus as soon as Jesus gets off the boat in the land of Gadara, and he says, Jesus of Nazareth, are you, are you here to torture us before our time? Son of the Most High God, are you here to torture us before our time? Well, <clears throat> and so Jesus um, asked him his name. He says, Legion, for we are many. The name of the demon is not Legion. The, the, he's saying, I, there's too many to say all the names. There's, there's lots and lots and lots. A legion is 2,000 men. Uh, uh, a military legion, uh, as I recall. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, so Jesus, they beg Jesus to be cast into the pigs. And, and there's a herd of pigs nearby. <clears throat> now we know that we're not in Jewish territory because you wouldn't have a herd of pigs in Jewish territory. Uh, so you're on the Gentile side of, uh, of, of Galilee. And uh, so Jesus allows them to go into the pigs. And all the pigs rush down a cliff, down, off a cliff and drown themselves. Well, the villagers are scared to death. Because all of a sudden, this guy that nobody could control, that was totally crazy, violent, superhuman strong, whatever, is sitting there dressed and in his right mind. Um, and that scares them. Plus, they just lost 2,000 pigs. So they beg Jesus to leave, you know, before any more farm animals are injured. And <laughs> I don't think Jesus had a problem what, with the pigs being unclean and everything. Uh, that was like a big, a big win for the Jewish home team <laughs> at the time, probably. Anyway, so uh, in the Great Commission, he commands us to go out healing the sick. And people can be sick in all kinds of ways. And if you are under the control of, of, of a demon, well then you're sick and you need to be free. And spiritual healing uh, requires a lot more than just dealing with their physicality. It, it, you also have to deal with the, the spiritual oppressions that are messing with them. So anyway, <clears throat> um, I did the video about, about um, homosexuality being a demon. And people get all wired up 
that I'm somehow picking on homosexuals because I say that they have a demon. Now, in the context of all the stuff we're going to talk about, I, I don't. I think people would be clear that I'm not picking on homosexuality. It just is a voice that whispers. And to the degree that you listen to that voice, things get worse and worse uh, for you. Now, the same goes for lust and fear and anger and love of money and a whole bunch of stuff. And I want to talk about some of those specifically. But I want you to understand that this is not about a value judgment on the person, as if they are a bad person because they have a demon. Practically everybody has demons messing with them, attached to them, whispering to them, whatever. Even Jesus uh, had Satan himself whispering to him, uh, trying to, to tempt him in the desert. I'm, I'm convinced that wasn't the only time. That couldn't possibly have been the only time in his life that Jesus had to deal with that. But, but that was a time where he was kind of at his weakest, and Satan thought he had the best shot of maybe winning him over. Um, when he'd been out in the desert uh, fasting for 40 days. Anyway, uh, the reality is that most likely you're your strongest um, on a fast like that. <clears throat> anyway, um, it's not a value judgment if I say that I see them on a, on a grown-up, on a child, on a homosexual, on a pastor, on a whatever. It's not about them being a bad person. It's not about anything. It's just the reality of a war that we're in. If if I were in the military, if I was in the army, uh, in in the Korean War, and I I said, dude, uh, there's a, a North Korean right behind you with a gun. Um, you would think I was a hero. For uh, showing you so that we could, you know, handle it or whatever. Um, that's 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 my reality, uh, and it works real good because people are getting free and, and lives are changing and people are getting closer to God and hearing better and getting unclogged and 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 sometimes getting healed of physical things along the way because those things had had gripped into um, their mind or their heart or their liver or their kidneys or something. <clears throat> anyway, uh, by way of intro, I just want to um, urge you to take a real hard look at the reality of what's going on around you and the understanding that there has to be, there has to be supernatural effects. There has to be something supernatural whispering, whispering on the good side and on the bad side to explain some of the, some of the craziness. It's not a chemical imbalance when somebody kills their parents and eats them or whatever. Um, evil is real and evil whispers. And to the degree that you listen, uh, evil will eat you because its goal is to kill, steal, and destroy everything that God made and that God loves. And you are a child of God that God wants, that, that Jesus died for, that is part of his inheritance, and, and that the Lord wants to rescue from the darkness and make you a child of light and Satan wants to kill you and has wanted to kill you since you were born and has sent all kinds of people that were listening to him whether they knew it or not to try to destroy you to try to destroy your faith to try to steal your joy and it's your job to resist to have faith and believe that God is who he said he was and resist I was talking to somebody today that they, they inferred that perhaps the the earthquake in Haiti was a result of the harp array okay well I know all about this and that conspiracy theory and 
and whatever I haven't read, read people brief me on and whatever, but the harp array is supposed to be able to change the weather, affect earthquakes, um, uh, put uh, laser light show 3D graphics up in the sky that simulate the second coming of Christ and maybe even put thoughts into people's heads and broadcast on a frequency that, that could have them all hearing voices in their heads. Well, I don't believe that they're going to be able to twist me up into a pretzel by putting voices into my head. Whether they're implanting chips or they're broadcasting through some big old whatever. Now, if that stuff is real, if the Lord has trained you on thought control to test every voice that pops into your head, to realize that a lot of it's external, then it's out to kill you, and to bring it into obedience with Christ, and to test everything, and to discard everything that's not Jesus, then you'll be okay, no matter how much is screaming in your ear. Richard Wormbrandt from Voice of the Martyrs, uh, look up his testimony on our page or elsewhere, sat in a Romanian prison, hours, 14, 16 hours a day, sitting bolt upright with megaphones blasting, God is dead, Jesus is stupid, communism is good, every day from loudspeakers. And he was able to resist that and not give in. Why? Because he took every thought captive and bring it into obedience with Christ. So it doesn't matter if, you're, if it's your friends outside your head whispering to you or, or some implant that, that, that aliens put in your, in your neck or your ear or, or a harp array broadcasting something. If you practice what the Bible says about taking every thought captive and not listening to the voices that are out to kill you and deceive you, then you'll be okay. There is no greater mountain you can climb, no greater challenge than to get your own mind under control. But but Jesus will give you the strength and show you how to do it. And the the one way is that should it happen that at some point some big loud voice um, you hear in your head some booming whatever and it tells you to do something. If it cannot carry on a conversation with you in your head, it's not God. So if some some government radio frequency whatever broadcasts something, you know, that says Obama is God or whatever, you say, do you acknowledge that Jesus Christ came in the flesh? Do you acknowledge that you, you claim Jesus Christ is your Lord? If it can't answer, if it won't answer, then it's a, a pre-recorded <laughs> whatever. But only God knows the hearts and minds of men. And he will say, yes, son, it's me. Or, or whatever, when you ask a question. And, and test the spirits. And you get everything out of the way and you don't fill in the blanks yourself. So part of all of this is to show you the reality of the voices whispering to you. Now, there are probably atheists that are going to watch this and say that I'm full of nonsense, that I need, I'm certifiable, I need to be medicated, whatever. I dare you. I dare you. The next time that something pops in your head that you know is a really bad idea, like, you know, I'm going to have sex with that girl over there who you know is, like, bad for you, or, you know, maybe I should kill that guy in his sleep, or I should go rob a bank or whatever, stop, and you ask that thought as if it were a person. Okay, just humor me. Ask that thought if it were a person, whatever just whispered that to me, 
do you acknowledge that Jesus Christ came in the flesh? You might be shocked when it says, No! And you go, Oh, criminy, that was a real something, and that wasn't me. And, and, and what do I do with that? This is real. This is real. And there's all kinds of people working for Satan. And not very many working for God. Realistically. And you better get good at figuring out who's who and whose team you want to be on. Because at the final judgment, there's sheep and there's goats. There's no bunnies, there's no giraffes, there's no little hippos. There's full-grown sheep and full-grown goats. And uh, you better pick a team and stick to it. So, anyway, uh, that's all as far as an intro goes. We'll do a little bit more in a minute and start working our way through some of the things that might be messing with you and what to do about it. Thanks for listening. Uh, more at fellowshipofthemartyrs.com.